Hey guys, this is Andrea, and welcome to Wing It, the West Wing podcast. Um, so, story time. The other day, Sally and I recorded the beginning to season six, the recap of NSF Thermont, and we worked really hard to make sure we could record it on time before uh, Wednesday, West Wing Wednesday, as per usual. Uh, I'm on tour, and so it's kind of like a, a feat of scheduling ingenuity to make it happen. So we tried really hard, and we did record, but um, the election night coverage has just completely sucked me in, and also I'm feeling rather depressed about the outcome as things are happening. It's currently like one twenty in the morning after election eve, and I'm sure some of you in our listenership might be happy or contented with the outcome, probably more of you are feeling <laughs> depressed or sad or scared. So it doesn't didn't feel right to just like go into a normal episode today. Am I being melodramatic? I hope not. I'm being pretty sincere. So so my thought today, <laughs> not to get political, I think we all just need to take a day to breathe and to take care of our psyches collectively. So it's kind of like I tweeted earlier, begin emergency West Wing protocol. I think it's the perfect time for you to just dive back in to season one and just pretend that we have a a Jed Bartlett at the helm, a Bartlett for America, and that the White House is filled with idealistic, hardworking people who believe in the power of the individual to make change and fight for the marginalized because I think we still need to be reminded of that hope and I think we still need to keep fighting for actual change regardless of who's in the White House or the Senate or the House of Representatives. I think we all need to come together and all that's like a really easy thing to say. I think it's it's absolutely harder to do but yeah just didn't feel right to do a normal episode today. We will get back to business. There's a lot to come in season six. Have a good day. Listen to some interviews with cast members or go rewatch some of your favorite episodes. Because, man, tonight was a doozy. It was R-U-F-F rough. Rough, rough, rough. So we love you guys so much. And we will be here at least for the next year, hopefully, as we go through season six and seven. So if you need another escape from your actual political climate, you know we will be here every Wednesday for your weekly dose of West Wing here on Winging It. We love you guys. Previously on the West Wing. All right, I'm recording. I'm recording as well. Welcome to season six, you all. Um, yeah, we are here. Welcome to Wing It at the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And I can't believe we've made it this far, honestly. I can't either. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I'm going to be so emotional when we get to season seven. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to have to take up a, a new hobby, which won't be yeah. as cool. I mean... No. Cool is a relative term. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but we're not there yet. We have two full seasons left. And it was funny because the other day, 
I was looking for an example of something that's going on in my real life. And I was looking at uh, King Corn from season six, and I forgot for a moment that that's that's all to come in this season. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of change coming up. But today yeah. we are going to talk about NSF Thermont, not safe for work Thermont. <laughs> yes, that's what we're going to talk about. We're, it is safe yeah. for work. <laughs> it, is, it is super safe for work. We kind of wish it wasn't. Um, yeah. All right. Well, shall we do a little bit of singing to get us into yes, the West Wing headspace? All right. Hem, hem, hem. My clearing of the throat might have a little more uh, punch to more it this week since I am, I am ill. You guys feel like I'm always sick? I feel like I'm always sick. Anyway. Yeah, <clears> we do. Okay. <laughs> do, do, starting pitch. Do, 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 do. It's, it takes all that <laughs> it takes all that's within me when I'm on I'm on tour right now and on our tour bus to not be like hey why don't we watch the West Wing instead of this horror movie um, but I haven't done it yet they are familiar you should with, definitely with, do that yeah they do know I have one a of, podcast one of my friends was um, campaigning in North Carolina yesterday and sent me a text message oh no are you serious yeah he sent me a text and said um. <laughs> He literally said, I was told, I was told these people are from the West Wing. Uh, and it was um, Brad, Brad and Richard in the Can picture. And I, I was like, I, oh, yes, they are. And you need to watch the West Wing because he didn't even uh, know for sure. Oh, my gosh. I would have yeah. loved to have been there. I, my time is spoken yeah. for. I, I, could, I couldn't even leave if I wanted to. But That's what I happened. Well, Richard was, Richard was literally like two blocks from me on Friday. Why? Did and you go? No, I didn't go because I had ridiculous things happening at work, and I was so mad. I was so oh, mad. Man, I was like literally. I was in the middle of like. I it was it was the worst. I was in the middle of like several fires happening at the same time at work, and the whole time all I could think was Richard Jim is like two blocks from me right now. Oh, I don't even want to do any of this. And then by the, the time I got to like where I could have gone, he was out. They had a schedule, and he was out doing like door knocking at that point. So. You're like, knock on my door. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Can you imagine if, like, some cast member knocked on your door, like, (laughs) to campaign? Like, for any reason, really, to borrow a a cup of sugar. It'd be like, what are you doing? I cannot imagine. They had an uphill battle. He was campaigning for a local congressman here. um, Yeah. And it, 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 (laughs) we're very, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) An incumbent, perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of which, this episode is being recorded before the presidential election and yeah. will be released after. And yeah. it feels like there's so much irony just hanging in the air. Like, what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. I think a lot, I think we're going to see a huge spike in listeners. Well, maybe not listeners, but but maybe. Uh, but rewatchers of the West Wing, regardless of their party, because I think yeah. everybody's kind of jones in for some idealism yeah i think we've seen a big i think there's probably been a big spike in watching of the later seasons i mean just on twitter and stuff i've seen like oh i'm gonna go watch the election that happens in the west wing because it's so much better yeah because i want to see josh explain the electoral map right with (laughs) (laughs) i do really like the later seasons so i'm i'm excited for what's to come um but today let's talk about nsf thermont 
Yeah. Do you, can you do a TikTok for this one? I'm really uh, hoping you can. I don't. I feel want like I to. did the last one. <laughs> there were meeting at Camp David with the prime, a bunch of people meeting at Camp David, and I don't we're know to. that's happening. And I fell asleep during a lot of these parts. Oh, um, there's some drama. There's drama going on with Leo and the president. I didn't fall asleep during those parts. I like those parts. Uh, Donna is still struggling. <laughs> and there's still the Josh and Donna thing going on in the hospital. Um, I, I just, it's a, I have a lot to say about this, but. If only you had a podcast that's, to share. That's pretty thoughts. much it. No, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what happens in the whole episode. All and right, I really but, was falling asleep during most of it. Man. All right. Well, tell us how you feel about it, Sally. I feel just, terrible just about it. Up. This is the, this for me is the worst season opener in this series, which is. Agreed. I mean, that's I a pretty easy, like by far it's the worst. I mean, think about all the other season openers we have. We have, well, we have the pilot, obviously. We have obviously. In the Shadow of Two Gunmen. We have Manchester part one. 20 Hours in America, and then we have the one right after Zoe's kidnapping. That's just a bunch of numbers. 7A, WF, 8, So we have all of those to compare it to, to start seasons off strong. And then we have this one that is just, it's not that it's uh, bad. It's a fine episode, but like season opener? <laughs> it, it is not. Like, no, nobody's, well, okay, I was going to say nobody's rewatching this, but if they are, they're, I believe they're only watching it for the Josh and Donna, which you can't fault yeah. them for that because we'll come back to it but i agree it's tough i feel like of any uh, they do i think they do a good job of explaining the plot exposition at the beginning of the episode so we know what's going on yeah and it didn't it didn't feel to me like too explainy like hey we're gonna give you the plot exposition but i think they did a good job of that but it's so wordy um throughout the rest of the episode with all the military minutia and and all of those actions in a way that wasn't captivating to me and i think it would be exactly what i was gonna say is if you were to like outline this episode like if you're talking about okay the president is resisting all of the pressure to like strike back for the bombings and he's also meeting with all these leaders at camp david like there's a lot going on and if you were to write that out and tell me that was the summary of a west wing episode i would think it was probably pretty good but Mm -hmm. it just it wasn't for me. There, the West Wing is so good usually at making these issues not relatable, but like they can bring it home, raise the stakes. We're into it. We're like, I don't know. It just it. None, I felt none of that in the storyline. I felt like there was a scene in the Situation Room where I was really like. Not, I was not interested at all. And I was like, I could fall asleep during this scene in the situation room. We're in the situation yeah. room. Yeah. This should when be, there's a situation this should be high tension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this should be an intense scene. And I, I feel nothing either way. And I don't know. Yeah. So that it definitely fell flat in that way for me. And it's difficult to watch because I mean, there's a lot to keep track of and there's not a lot of humor. I mean, it's no. very, I mean, and not that every episode has, has to be, like, a slapstick comedy, but we do, right. like, the balance was heavily in the drama, which I know as a season premiere, you want that, but you also want to, like, kind of temper it a little bit. Um, also, I think the only, the one one thing that is really interesting to watch, or 
I was going to say the only thing, and then I thought better of it, but it might be the only thing. Well, Josh and Don is interesting, but knowing what's coming, having the President and Leo storyline is is interesting to watch for me. Is That's the one thing I am paying attention to, is their interaction and all of that. But if you didn't know that, it wouldn't be as <laughs> as right. exciting, I guess. Not exciting, but didn't... just like, it is, that is good drama. Like, they're, them butting yes. heads... And knowing where this is going to lead, that is good drama to me. It is. <laughs> the rest of it. it but, but like I said, if you were just sitting down, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know everybody who, like, sits down to watch a, a show, you know, if it were on TV at the time, uh, and you hadn't seen it before, you wouldn't realize how atypical that relationship is for Leah and Bartlett. Right. So you wouldn't realize, you'd just be like, oh, these guys are fighting, they probably always fight. And so they don't yeah. realize how um, different it is. And I think it obviously they're both incredible actors, and I liked watching them together. But it was so difficult to watch. Um, yeah. I took some questions on Twitter or some comments on Twitter, and uh, Justice said uh, we're nearing the end of Leo is an a hole era. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and Lloyd Lloyd also said that season six has hardened characters who are just angry with angry with each other. And I kind yeah. of agree. Like, it's just, I do. there's all of a sudden this dissension that wasn't right. there before. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. The The only thing I will say, and, I, and I'm super ready to be at the end of the Leo is an a-hole thing, but yeah. I it, it does make sense to have that storyline at some point. And at some point sure. in this eight-year period, yeah. the Seven. chief of staff and the president, especially when you have two such incredibly strong personalities and when leo really is leo's not the brains behind the operation but leo is a very strong personality he is not especially militarily yeah he is not just there to support the president and tell the president yes you're right you know like he is not a yes man by any means so having it come to a head does make sense and i think that is a good storyline but i agree that it does it just feels i don't know it feels very like yeah we're just we're just so mad we're just so angry i don't know so but it is also interesting it's interesting to see leo and kate you know kate coming in as this new voice and she's really idealistic optimistic and she's She's trying to find new ways yes she could not be any you know as a type she couldn't be any more different from leo and so you also get the tension of the oh do i listen to the new guy or the (laughs) new girl or right. the, you know, dependable one. And <laughs> so we've got that tension going on as well, kind of between Kate and Leo. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I think it is, it's interesting. And I think it's interesting because Leo is so used to the president just not accepting what he says, but obviously the president values Leo's, Leo's opinion very, very much. And so when he does see him sort of rethinking it and sort of going with what this new girl says, it adds that extra element of, wait a minute, she just got here. Let's calm yeah. down. Why are we listening I'm, to her? I'm Leo. <laughs> yeah, it's like not I'm only are you not really listening friend. to me, but you're listening to this other newbie. So it does add another element, which I think is good, just as far as the storytelling goes. Yeah. Um, so as far as all the military action goes... <laughs> I mean, there's not what is there to say, really? Yeah. That nothing nothing happens yet in this episode. We we yeah. end the episode at Camp David. 
which mm-hmm. I think is really fun because I like yeah. the variety of the new sets and the location, even the different wardrobe. Um, and this might be really shallow. In fact, it is. But when I first saw the episode and I, saw, I had to do a double take at Josh Molina's arms. I mean, sorry. <laughs> he's always wearing suits. And the one time he's not, he's like out running. You're like, oh, Will Bailey's been like pumping iron. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember oh, being really gosh. taken aback when I saw it. But hey, shout, shout out to Josh for doing the work. Um, okay, we're going to tweet that at him when this episode No, we're not going to tweet that at him. He doesn't need to hear that. I'm going to tweet that at him. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, other than that, like, I, I do I really did like, like that. the Camp David stuff. But I also know what's coming as well. Yeah. So I feel no, like I No, I like the it. Camp David. I think the Camp David stuff is fun. I think it's fun to be... I mean, we always talked about them going on, like, a field trip, and this is yeah. sort of that. Um, so it's fun, you know, Toby wakes up in his little cabin, and I don't know. It is. It was fun to have them in a different element, and, like, we haven't really – well, we've never seen Camp David on the show, and we've barely talked about it except, like, hey, where should we spend Thanksgiving? So I thought that was fun, for sure. Just yeah. a little thing. Um, one thing – well, one thing I was kind of disappointed in, I was just going to say, thinking chronologically, is that – it felt like, in this whole episode, it felt like things could have been better. Like like I said before, that like if you were to outline this episode, it would seem like things could be better. Um, and one of those things was Fitz Wallace's funeral. Um, I, yeah. I felt like it sort of lacked, I felt like it sort of lacked the punch it could have had. Uh, and maybe they just didn't want to go for the cheap emotional thing. But for somebody, for a character that we really like loved and everything it just i don't know we're so busy talking about the military action we're we're doing all these other things and it it felt like it could have been better (laughs) well although i did like the leading into the teaser leading or the teaser leading into the opening credits the opening titles you know we get that downward uh, or that upward facing shot of bartlett at the pulpit with that yeah. blue light just saying, like, the face of God or whatever. Oh, the children of yeah. God. Um, so I thought that was, like, cool and dramatic. Although I, I yeah. would see, I was kind of confused as a character. Like, I don't really feel like he would be so composed in actually speaking at the funeral. I feel like he'd be kind of frozen and right. and listening because um, he felt, he seemed so moved by uh, Fitz's death in the previous episode. Right. But, well, and obviously Fitz isn't anywhere close to Miss Landingham, so we wouldn't see that kind of breakdown. Right, but right. But he, he respected Fitz and had worked with Fitz for a long time. Like, I do I do feel like there would have been more of a... I wish we could have seen more of the emotional fallout and how that affected him even more. You know, because, like, in the... I mean, let's talk about the proportional response. Like, why is he not... Right. I guess this is just to show the difference between that and a proportional response and how he's changed since the beginning, but, like... That's a good point. It our our character of Bartlett, our understanding of Bartlett would be he 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 takes the things personally more so than the military. Like so, him being him saying, "Wait a minute, let's think about this. Let's figure out what we're doing." That doesn't really jive with what we know about Bartlett. That it would be like, I don't know anything about the military, but let's blow him off the face of the earth. Like they killed right. Wallace, and Donna's in the hospital. Like I don't know. It would have been interesting. Yeah. I guess they're doing that on purpose, but it would have been interesting to see a little bit more of that. Yeah. And he says, like, I'm not going to bomb the Middle East just because it'll make us feel better. 
And it's funny because he is generally more unsure about what to do militarily. Right. And in this right. episode, he's still unsure, but he's more resolute in his uh, pacifism, which is right. the exact opposite of what everybody else wants. And everybody's being yeah. more emotional about it than him, which is which is yeah. a role reversal. Um, wait, let's yeah. before we pivot on from uh, Leo and the and Bartlett in the military yeah. I, I think we have to play the audio clip of when Leo and Bartlett are fighting in the Oval when they're talking about playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded gun yeah Ooh. Mr. President please Congress the Joint Chiefs the American public your own staff everyone disagrees with your assessment of the situation killing Palestinians isn't going to make us feel safer they'll kill more of us then we'll have to kill more of them it's Russian roulette with a fully loaded gun we can't allow terrorists to murder our citizens why would they do it why would Palestinians murder American government officials they never have before they're deliberately provoking us Leo they know that we have to retaliate. They've studied us. They want us to overreact. This isn't overreacting. It's the appropriate balance. Tell me how this ends, Leo. You want me to start something that may have serious repercussions on American foreign policy for decades, but you don't know how it ends. We don't always know how it ends. The Lincoln will be in position in a few hours, and then you are going to have to give the go-ahead for the bombings. Or what? Oh man, it's uh, it's hard to watch. I mean, they're amazing, but how yeah. often do we see Leo straight up yelling at the president? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I in my notes, I <laughs> this is a little harsh, but <laughs> I said so far the only interesting thing has been the scene with Leo and Bartlett in the Oval Office, and that was true. Like I, that scene was, I don't know, and the way it was shot was really was really great. Like the dramatic. I don't know, the back and forth between the two. And then when Leo, the shot when Leo was yelling was really mm. great. It was just. They're like closing on his face. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was. There's really a lot good. of MVPs in this episode. I mean, the episode yeah. itself is not very, like, er, it's not very great. But no. I think there are a lot but there of. There are MVPs. shining moments. And that is yes. one of them for me. Moments of glory. Um, yeah. Speaking of moments of glory, we need to talk about Josh and Donna. Yeah. Okay. This is, why do you not sound as excited as I am about this? I am excited about it. I just, here's why I'm not as excited about it. Because, okay, spoiler alert, everyone, earmuffs, if you don't know this, it still takes us another season to get anywhere. That's why I'm not excited. Because it's like, oh, great, this is great. Then nothing happens. <laughs> so you know what it's that's it's my very sim- It's very I that's one hundred percent valid. Not that you needed my validation, um, because <laughs> it. it and I was reading on the internet um, that the I was reading people's responses to this episode. Mark made a good point that Jason Isaac's character played a similar role to Amy in the season four finale when she's asking yeah. if she's in love with Josh. And, but like, yeah. it's the same thing that you said. It's crazy how long it takes to go, okay, the girl is going to be forced to deal with her feelings with the guy at the end of this season. And then a whole right. season later, the guy's going to have to figure out his feelings for her. I mean... I don't right. know of a of a love story that could possibly take any longer that I've no, seen. No, I don't either. And I get that I'm totally on board with the fact that, like, their relationships are not the number one priority of the West Wing. Like, I understand that. Like, we're in the West Wing. We're talking about important things. 
those things take a back burner. And I know that, but like still the timeline, there are so many times when it feels like, how is nothing happening after this? When he's throwing snowballs at her window and they're like, I mean, and then this, this one especially is, I want to be excited about this. And I like, I like Josh's realizations, but then knowing where it goes afterwards is just like, well, okay, that's fine. I'll get excited in season seven. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But still, his, his face throughout it all, like in the operating room yeah. and when Donna's writing on the notepad, I can't. There's, oh, yeah. There's so much I can't. Uh. Yeah. And Josh's face when the doc says brain damage as well. I mean, Colin, are you yeah. really going to hang yeah. in there if she has brain damage or is that just <laughs> – or is It is like, definitely oh, all like- great. I don't, I don't want to take away from how great those moments are. Like it is wonderful. It's just I reserve my excitement because <laughs> because of the storyline. So uh, I don't know. But, yeah, the, ugh, the note in the, in the operating room, yeah, it's all ugh. Uh, <sighs> That's a good uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good uh. And, uh it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And it brings the level of, like, emotion to the episode that we, like you said, was lacking. You know? And a good emotion. Because yes, we definitely. have the Leo and Bartlett, which gets you invested. But it's it's not right. happy. So this is definitely... I think the problem is none of... I mean, the Leo and Bartlett storyline is big. And the Josh and Donna storyline is big. But it's it's I think it's fair to say the main focus are the peace talks at Camp David. And all the military action. And that is not as emotionally investing as those other two storylines. And that makes it hard to, like, really delve into the episode. So, yeah, that's that's my overall uh, well, jury. Is, it, is there anything else you want to cover from the first episode? Let's see. It was a little boring. <laughs> Leo and Bartlett. Josh and Donna. Toby in the cabin. Toby in the cabin. Josh and Donna. <laughs> I feel There's like... really not. I like that Josh makes a Nurse Ratchet reference. True. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. There's also <laughs> a Beanie Baby reference. Shout out to Beanie Babies. Will says yeah. that the members yeah. of the government are two sock puppets and a Beanie Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, there, I'm ready to get on. I'm ready to get move forward into too. other things in season six. Me so. too. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about from this episode or anything in season six or West Wing related, email us at the West Wing podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Wing It Pod. And uh, yeah, can we pick an MVP for this episode? Um, mine is John Spencer, I think. Oh, John. just Just purely for that, we don't always know how it ends. Yes, <sighs> totally agree. <Just> We're in. <laughs> so total, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Two MVPs yeah. for him. All right. <coughs> yeah. Well, All right. welcome to season six. We'll see you guys for episode two. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>